Klaatu, Varata. <laughs> Gore whores and fellow deadites, and welcome to Our Life in Horror. We are a horror movie podcast with a gore filled side of news, physical media, and everything spooky. My name is Brennan, a horror addict since birth, and with me always is my horror queen, Sam. Hi, guys. We are Our Life in Horror. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and you can also find us on Patreon. Um, shout out to our patrons, Sean, Miki, and of course, Bo. Um, on our Patreon, we have after hour shows, bonus episodes, polls, and more. Um, so if you're interested, go check it out and subscribe. And today we are actually with Bo from Critic After Dark. Hi, Bo. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> Of course. Uh, do you want to plug your account, even though I kind of just did? <laughs> yeah, it's just Critic After Dark. Pretty much all the social medias. Awesome. Nothing. That's about it. <laughs> I've been slacking a bit lately because I'm uh, trying to do a new ranking list, but there's so many to watch for each year. So yeah. I just I haven't posted anything for a while, but I'll get to it. Yeah, we go through little... Uh moments too where we're not as active and then all of a sudden we're on like every day again and it happens. Yeah. yeah. We gotta get back on our Nightmare on Elm Street review series there. I know. We always we always make it like halfway through a franchise and then all of a sudden something happens and we get distracted. I wanna make it through this one though. So like I'm not we're not stopping. We're just we took a little break. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a buttload of them either. It's like you guys already done what, three? Yeah, we haven't yeah. reviewed the third one yet, but we have to do that before we watch the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. There's only like six, so it's not it's not like a daunting franchise like Halloween or Friday thirteenth or something. Where yeah. you got like thirteen movies to watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd be able to do that. <laughs> it's rough, yeah. <laughs> um, have you been watching anything recently? Uh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm sure you have. <laughs> Give us that list. <laughs> All right, I'll name a couple. I'm I'm actually in the middle of ranking uh John Carpenter as a whole. Oh. oh, okay. So I bought all of his movies that I didn't already have, and I'm just going through them all. And I haven't seen most of them to be honest. Like there's so many. I just watched Prince of Darkness last night. Nice. Which was a lot better than I was expecting. Like it great sound and atmosphere i love i loved it a lot more yeah so it's going higher than i thought it would it, they're all horror movies except one uh he made a movie in 79 called elvis starring kurt russell and it's basically a biopic on elvis so i i have i'm gonna save that one to the end but i'm gonna rank every movie he's done actually quick funny story on that it, i uh did, i watched halloween 2 and I did not realize that he's not the director of Halloween 2. Yeah. So I, I ranked it in my rankings. And I'm like, huh. And at the end of the movie, it said directed by uh, 
Roth something, or I can't remember who directed it, but it wasn't Carpenter. He only wrote and produced it. So I was, I was shocked. That was news to me. I thought I knew everything about the Halloween franchise, but I didn't even know that. <laughs> I always figured he kind of directed it too, but yeah, you know, he just wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I watched that one and ranked it for nothing. So I'm just going to scratch that one out. But yeah, other than that, I've just been watching. Uh, yeah, just Carpenter movies at the moment. That's that's right. about it for me. What about you guys? We haven't watched too much, but we did watch The Stylist because we wanted to do a Ooh. rewatch before our interview with Jill. Yep. Um. That that's really good. that's really it though <laughs> you guys like it the stylist yeah without spoilers or anything yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah we we watched it um when it really was released to what arrow yeah it was an arrow video release yeah, yeah. that that was when we kind of started our page i think because we were living yeah. in paris and it was our first giveaway yeah we did a giveaway oh, wow. of the movie so yeah. kind of full circle moment it was kind of cool <laughs> that i got to interview her <laughs> Oh, well, I guess I'll have to go and uh, do a back check on your backlog because I haven't gone back that far. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'll be scrolling for a bit. (laughs) Yeah, I just recently watched that actually like six months ago for the first time. Did you like it? Yeah, I I thought it was really good. Yeah, awesome. Demented. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's really been it. Have you watched anything, Brendan? No, uh, just been playing the Evil Dead game, so but yeah. it for me. That's what I'm doing on my spare time. Addicted yeah. to Evil Dead, are you? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, I got what was it? I got two demons fully upgraded. So, oh wow, they're not, they're not prestiged yet because it's like the grind. The prestige is just like insane. So yeah, I'm trying to do that. Um, and then I'm gonna slowly because you just like get spirit points. So I'm gonna use all those to upgrade my survivors. So then they're just upgraded. So then I can just start playing them, and they're already you're like full level forty five. So I don't have to worry about it. Um, there's a new update coming out. Um, hopefully with a new map. Fingers crossed, and uh, a new playable survivor and a new playable demon. So that'll be cool. I'll have to check that out. I've I played a couple rounds on PlayStation. I here's my thing. I, I've never been a huge multiplayer game person. Yep. So it, all these horror games have kind of lost me a bit at the beginning. Like I played Friday Thirteenth for a bit when that first came out, and then I kind of I don't know. I just I get bored of them quick. Yeah. I move on. I play a lot of games, so I just kind of move through them really fast and it's hard it's hard for me to get sucked in and if i do get sucked in then i'm like you and i'm stuck playing it for months at a time <laughs> you should you should try playing the demon because then you don't have to worry about anybody else you don't have to worry about playing with the, any cooperativeness it's just you out trying to fuck them up right that's true yeah it's pretty much a single player game at that point <laughs> yeah exactly um we'll look into that do you want to get into some news because i do have a quite a bit of physical releases sure um, i always look forward to your guys news because i i don't really pay attention to media much so you still yeah. got to talk about any physical media collected oh right i have not collected anything this week no i know i was gonna get you uh a copy of megan but i haven't been i haven't got anything this week so just yeah it, on it. <laughs> it released on uh what the fourth i think 
Yes, this two last Tuesday here. Yeah, I'll probably get it over the weekend, so I'll set aside a copy for you. Awesome. I haven't watched that yet either. No, us either. We haven't seen it yet. I was debating what I saw a marketplace ad for something cheap. It was like ten bucks. It was, um, I can't remember what it was, but I was like, I'd probably get that. But I'm like, there's. There's what Infinity Pool comes out next week, and then the week after that, Cocaine Bear comes out. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I'll see if I can get you copies of those ones too. I'm I'm holding on to my monies here to my allowances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I hear you. I I spend all our money basically on movies, and then my wife goes to go out on the weekend. She's like, "Where's all the money?" <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we're having a movie night again. <laughs> no i'm just joking she's actually gone camping right now so her first oh, camping nice. of the year where uh it's up in port glasgow oh i have no idea where that is <laughs> it's about half halfway to windsor okay okay her, her parents own aged trailer and a lot and everything so it's right on the lake it's a, it's actually a really nice property i've been there once and she can stay for free so Nice. <laughs> yeah it doesn't cost us a penny so she goes probably she probably goes 30 times a year nice but yeah yeah Take it's a nice outing that. and cheap right cheap outing yeah. well boy i know you collected some stuff this last <laughs> week what did you pick up um i won't name all the carpenter movies because i just already said that but i i picked up uh a movie called bad candy actually and it came out a few months ago, I think. And it stars uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Okay. He's like, he's not just a side role. He's the actual main star of it. Yes. I haven't watched it yet. I thought but we... my, sorry, what's that? I thought we saw that. Have Did you seen it? it? Is it an anthology or no? Yes, it is. It takes place at yeah. like a carnival. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, we did watch that. It. Yeah. You seen that one? Yeah, I can't remember my thoughts on it though, but I know no. I, as soon as you said the name, I'm like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's very low budget. I only got it because my one daughter's like in love with Slipknot, so okay. <laughs> I, I know she would want to see Corey Taylor in the movie, so I, I got that. But yeah, I haven't watched that yet. I picked up the Craft on 4K, the Screen Factory one. Oh, nice. Actually got the slip too, which was surprising because I'm pretty late to the ball on that one. Yeah, that's a good and that's a good grab. We actually grabbed the Blu-ray. For, I got it for Sam for her birthday, and I'm pretty sure we were late on it too. But we got a slip for we got a slip for the Blu-ray. Oh wow! Because yeah, they, we must have been like the first ones to buy it. it. Must not have sold that well, I guess, because usually, if once they sell out on the first with the slip covers, that's okay. all the new copies don't have them. So yeah. It's kind of shocking. I got a movie called Orca from the 70s. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that one. Oh, I want to watch that so bad. <laughs> Me I've heard too. Of it. <laughs> I haven't got it yet. It's about a killer whale, and it's kind of like Jaws, only like a bunch of people, a bunch of whalers kill its family, I think. Yeah, it's, that's so true. it's coming for a, yeah, it's like on a revenge mission to kill the people that killed its family or something. So yeah. looks pretty good. <laughs> Cause it's like Jaws with a brain, right? I, that one seemed interesting. I picked up Disturbing Behavior. I don't know if you guys have seen that from the nineties. Never heard of it. No, no, I haven't seen it. No, it, it was just—it's just like a made-for-TV movie. It 
has Katie Holmes and has a bunch of famous 90s people that are in like tons of horror movies like Urban Legend and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Okay. That was MVD. You know that label, right? Yep. I know you got movies from them before. Yeah. Uh, both, both Jack Frost movies and yeah, yeah. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. They do some really low budget. Yeah. Ones. I haven't got Attack of the Killer Tomatoes yet. I, I need to get that. Have you ever watched those movies, by the way? No, not yet. <laughs> Me neither. Me yeah. neither. But I'm like, what the hell? Like, tomatoes killing people. I have to get to that eventually. Dude. The, <laughs> the second one has George Clooney in it. And then, like, his yeah. first role, yeah. <laughs> you have that one, too, right? Return? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the UK Arrow does a release of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'll just name one more here I got. This is the longest movie title that I have in my entire collection <laughs> it's an it's, it's a uh it's a giallo it's, it's an italian movie it's called your vice is a locked room and only i have the key oh, oh wow that's a mouthful yeah yeah <laughs> haven't seen it yet it's uh i want to say it's lucio falci mm-hmm. as the director so i think it's one of his first movies i think so Looking forward to that. And I just grabbed a few uh, Vincent Price movies as well. Everybody, a lot of people know what those all are. I'm just trying to finish up Vincent Price, my Vincent Price collection. The Tangler I just picked up. Oh, Haven't nice. seen it though. <clears throat> but yeah, that's about it. Cool. Um, you picked up uh, Missing as well, the sequel to Searching. Have you? I had- did. I didn't even know that was a sequel to it. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. It was like really like you have to read it to know it's a sequel to it. But uh, have you had a chance to watch it? I haven't. No. I haven't even opened it. It's still brand new in the package. Yeah. I'm curious to know if that one's any good or not. Because uh, we watched Searching, the first one, and we both really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. John Cho, I believe, is in that one, right? Yep. Guy from Harold and Kumar. He's a good actor. I like him. Yeah, I know he is good. I'll have to check that out because I know that, like, I heard the first one was really good. It's about somebody, somebody gets kidnapped or something, right? And, and then he has to look through the internet to find who it is. Yeah, his, his daughter goes missing and then the whole movie takes place on, like, a computer screen. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it was, it was very, like, captivating, actually, for just, like, pretty much just taking place on a computer screen and through webcams and stuff like that. Yeah, those movies are a hit or miss. Yeah, they are. Uh, Actually, quick little side note. Have you guys ever seen the Unfriended movies? Yep. Mm, Yeah. See, the first one, I absolutely hated. I was so bored. And then the second one shocked the shit out of me. Like, it was, it had a really good storyline at the, the first half of it, I was ready to turn it off. I was basically, it was a snore fest. It's just a bunch of people on webcam talking to each other for like 45 minutes nothing's happening so i'm thinking oh all right i'll just see it out so i've seen it out to the end and about halfway through it's they're involved in like a child molestation ring and like there's a bunch of people coming to kill them and stuff and they all start dying and it was really good it shocked me it was one of those ones where it just wasn't expecting anything 
Yeah, it surprised me too. Did you like it, Sam? I can't remember. The first watch that I watched it, I did not. I thought it was really boring, but I was watching it with my cousin and we were drinking and like not really paying attention. So I was like, this movie fucking sucks. But then (laughs) then when I I watched it and paid attention, I was like, yo, this actually has a solid storyline. So I texted her. I'm like, you got to rewatch that movie. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because that's a movie that gets a lot of hate too. Yeah. But yet, I I don't get it. It's like I think everybody gave up halfway through. All the reviewers, <laughs> they turned it off halfway, and like I was gonna. Yeah. And then they they didn't see it out to the end because it finishes well. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little side note there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to get into horror news then, Brendan? Yes. Yeah, I want to so hear this. We'll start out with some trailers, like we do every week, and this week we have four trailers. We'll start off with Bloodthirsty Bees. <laughs> yeah, Chinese killer bee movie getting U.S. released uh, from ITN distribution. There's no current release date. But in the movie, the biological experiment of Japanese armies fails and a group of infected bloodthirsty bees attack the experimenters and fl- uh, fled to the mountain forests when... I'm going to butcher this name. Taiyan Village was holding a bonfire event. The mutant bees attacked and many and have and caused many casualties. What did you guys think about this trailer? <laughs> Honestly, not too interested. <laughs> no, I knew you wouldn't. Uh, here's the thing. It looks pretty bad, but yet I like a good cheesy movie once in a while, so. Yeah. I'll probably check it out when it comes out, especially bees. You don't get too many killer bee movies. No, not very often. And it looks like it's got a little martial arts in there for, for fun yeah, for you. I yeah, I noticed that. I it's think that's what like... threw me off. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's what that. that's what grabbed me. I was like, martial arts too? <laughs> that's weird. What, what threw me off was the ITN distribution company that uh, is going to release it. So we won't get a Blu-ray here, but we'll get a DVD copy of it because they usually do the cheap DVDs at Walmart here for ITN. Um, but oh, they okay. they did a movie called uh, Spider in the Attic that me oh, and Sam picked up. God, Remember that? It was dreadful. Oh, <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely brutal. In fact, I actually have the review here. I was looking for the, the Bad Candy review, but this this one's here we both gave it a shit emoji and they're from the same (laughs) distribution company um it's another like insect creature feature but it was just really bad um yeah i'm not expecting anything from this just just some maybe funny moments yeah I could see that. I had a hard time figuring out the size of the bees that were swarming around because yeah. like, they all look small and then all of a sudden one big one would take somebody <laughs> off screen. I'm like, wow, are they all that big or what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it shocked me. I had <laughs> never heard of this movie at all until you messaged it to me. I was like, huh, a bee movie. But yeah, there's fu- there's a giant one. I think there's one giant one and then okay. a bunch of just little ones. I don't know though. Maybe they're all giant. Who knows? <laughs> i know i try to find the craziest trailers for us to watch so yeah i could tell <laughs> every time i come on you always send me these trailers i'm like actually for the most part they've actually been pretty good they're yeah. movies that i'm like oh wow i never heard of that i think the next three might spark some people's interest anyways um we have the artifice girl at one best international feature at the fantasia film festival of 2022 
Uh, it will release to theaters and digital on April 27th. In the film, a team of special force special agents discover a re revolutionary new computer program to bait and trap online predators. After teaming up with the program's developer, they find out that the AI is advancing far beyond its original purpose. Is that a yeah. unique concept? Yeah, I actually thought this looked really good. This one kind of shocked me, caught me off guard. Yeah, same. Actually, I thought it looked it looks low budget, but it seems like it has a very very good storyline too. Yeah, it. yeah, that's weird. At the first that you say that because at the first when the first or when the trailer first started, I was thinking, oh, okay, this is just like low budget, like extreme low budget, right? Micro budget, and then about halfway through the trailer when they started to show like the robot girl i was it started to really catch me with the story i was like wow this might actually have a really solid storyline yeah it's crazy and lance henrickson is also in there he yeah makes a short appearance at the end of the trailer legendary horror actor yeah yeah i love lance henrickson he's in well, i shouldn't say i love him he's in like four or five movies i like a lot but then all the rest <laughs> of his movies are <laughs> pretty rough yeah they, he's very hit and miss <laughs> But he's yeah. always the best part of those movies he is in. He is. Yep. That <laughs> is true. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, let me see. We'll go super mainstream with Hypnotic. Ben Affleck stars in the reality-bending thriller from Robert Rodriguez. Expected uh, the Expect the film to hit theaters May 12th. In the film, determined to find his missing daughter, Austin detective Danny uh, Roke, uh, instead finds himself spiraling down a rabbit hole while investigating a series of reality-bending bank robberies where he will ultimately call into question his most basic assumptions about everything and everyone in his world. This one looks good. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks more of an action movie, but it looks really good. I as like soon, Robert Rodriguez. As soon as he put that first hypnosis on the girl and she walked out into the street, I was like, mm. fuck yes. <laughs> I'm so excited for this one. Yeah, I didn't know what to think at first. Like when Affleck popped up at the beginning of the trailer, I was like, huh, Affleck in a horror movie. Yeah. But then like it's it, it delivered. The trailer was really good. I'm excited for that. I never even heard of it until today yeah i've seen it pop up a couple times this week but like damn man that's how you make a trailer i'm intrigued by uh like the uh story uh the concepts within it um i'm very curious i kind of hope they don't show like all the cool hypnosis stuff at the be in the trailer uh, but... i shut the trailer off early to be honest because i didn't want to yeah. see too much I, like you know literally near the end i turned it off and i'm like maybe i should have done this sooner but <laughs> yeah but hypnosis yeah, is, yeah, hypnosis is super intriguing. Like, so I'm 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 excited to see it. Yeah, me too. I haven't. What was the last thing Robert Rodriguez even directed? I haven't I haven't seen his name pop up in a long time. I don't think. Oh, it's the last thing I can think of is like Planet Terror. That was the, that was the same thing that I thought of too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the last thing I can think of. But he's probably done other stuff. Just nothing I know of. Maybe he's taking like a big producing, um, producing roles. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look it up here quick. I think well, he. I don't know if he did the Machete movies. With uh, he might have directed those. 
Yeah, because those were like trailers in his uh, in the Grindhouse, right? And then yeah. he turned them into movies. Oh, he did a couple episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, okay. In the Mandalorian. Oh, he did uh, Alita Battle Angel, which bombed. Yeah, I I've never seen that. It's actually pretty good. I had a fun time with it. Yeah, I like Christoph Waltz as well. He's in it too, right? Yep. Yeah, he did do uh, Machete Kills and Machete. Those were both good. Yeah, I haven't seen those ones. Not yet, anyways. I do hear they're just in, Yeah, they're just like insane action movies. Yeah. Really funny, though. And a lot of crazy killers, like Lady Gaga's in one of them, and she's like a hitman. And oh, she, yeah. she actually does a really good job. He has to fight her at one point. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of good parts in those. Nice. Uh, we'll move on to our last trailer. Uh, Bury the Bride. Spider-One's new horror movie slices its way onto Tubi April 22nd. Uh, Bride-to-be June's bachelorette getaway turns deadly when her bloodthirsty fiancé and his backwood friends show up to crash the party. What follows becomes a living nightmare as June her and her sister Sadie uh, and their closest friends fight for their lives. Let's go Taylor Compton's in it. I'm sold. <laughs> I was just going to say that, actually. The girl that you guys like a lot. <laughs> Halloween. I can never remember her name until you say it. <laughs> I listen to her podcast weekly, so that's why I'm. Uh, I got her name. Down oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, last time I was on, you mentioned that podcast, so I listened to the first couple episodes. Yeah. So, I like Danielle Harris as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. They're crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for this movie. Even just the trailer looks good. Yeah, yeah it did look good. Yeah, this was Sam's second watch. She watched it earlier in the week without me knowing. I forgot oh, to wow. tell you about it. <laughs> Small Scout posted it on her Instagram, and I watched it at work, and then I completely forgot to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. I couldn't tell if they were just, like, killers or if they were cannibals. I kind of got that it, feeling, too. Yeah, it looked like the guy, one guy was eating somebody in the kitchen, but it was such a quick little glimpse, I couldn't tell. But, yeah that and why is your fiance out to eat her or like kill them <laughs> what, what happened yeah i don't know <laughs> she must not be uh pleasant to live with i guess <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that looks cool though it does look good it looks really like low budget but i have to admit like some of those tv movies that you find on there are actually pretty decent yeah so, they are i've i've done that i've done the uh rabbit hole of tubi before where you just throw on some random stuff yeah <laughs> sam that's too, what sam. you said right tubi or shutter tubi yeah tubi that's what i thought um what, what, what were you gonna say about me oh you you've dove in down the horror uh movie rabbit hole on TV oh lately. yeah <laughs> the past few months i've been doing that yeah, documentaries and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're like the kings of horror. They have everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything that doesn't like, isn't like made by a big producer, they, they got it on there. Yeah. It's awesome, too. I love it. It's free. You only have to watch a couple ads throughout the movie. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, with that being the last trailer, we'll dive into some horror news and I'll start out with physical releases. Um, so we have Jaws 2 is coming to 4K. 
Ooh, didn't know that. Yeah, I don't have a release date for that, but um, yep. Actually, I don't have release dates for any of these. Um, they're <laughs> uh, sorry, but they're all on Shutter. Uh, they're just coming. <laughs> they're just uh, the most of them are Scream Factory releases because once a month they usually do a big dump of what's coming in the future. So we have, uh, of course, I just bought this. Uh, Creep Show and Motel Hell are getting the 4K upgrade from Scream Factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i've seen that <laughs> yeah so of course i just bought screen uh, creep show not that long ago um creep show three is also coming to blu-ray i believe for the first time from scream factory that's cool that's i don't have that movie uh i don't have it either and i don't i've heard a lot i've read a lot of comments <laughs> on the release and like everybody's like nobody ever asked for this to not buy it <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just like I think it's just animated, isn't it? I have no idea. I, me I neither. Say, I think I've only, I've only seen two of them. So, yeah, me too. Um, and I think uh, Arrow has the rights to Creep Show too. So, yeah, yeah, that one's hard. You can get like the cheap Blu-ray of it for like fourteen ninety-nine, but Arrow has like the the nice collector's edition. Yeah. Um, we also have David Cronenberg's Shiver is coming to 4K from I have no idea who this company is, but NSM Records. Uh, they're media books, so they might be a German release. That's that's wild. I actually just picked that up not too long ago on the uh, Vestron line. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I I watched it too. It's pretty pretty brutal movie. Yeah, I liked it too. Actually, that was my uh, first. Uh... Maybe not. My, that was my first Vestrion, but yeah. yeah, I think we talked about that last time I was on. Actually, yeah, I think so. Because it was it got into like sex because it's a really sexual movie. Yeah, and then Sam time. was like, "Ooh, that sounds like my kind of movie." <laughs> what <laughs> sex? Remember, yeah, I remember you saying that. <laughs> Teenage boy over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you like the ending of it, Sam. The big swimming pool scene. <laughs> Um, we also have Skinamarink is getting the Blu-ray and DVD release from Shutter. That's I cool. Saw that. I saw that posted today. Did you? Yeah. I, I didn't know Ross about that. Posted it. Yep, yep. So that's good for Ross Paul. I didn't see uh see him have any featurettes on there, which is unfortunate. There's just a uh, director's commentary and with uh, I can't remember who else was on there, but unfortunately, it wasn't on there. Okay. So, quick question on that. I already know what you thought of that movie. What did you think, Sam? Um, Your honest opinion. I went into it because we had dinner with Ross Paul before going to actually watch the movie. So, we got his um, input on it. And he said to go in it with the mindset of being a four-year-old or a child, I guess. I'm not sure how old they are. I can't remember. Um, and waking yeah. up in the middle of the night kind of thing. So, and I think that helped because I'm not a slow burn kind of girl. <laughs> um, is it a movie I'm going to watch all the time? No, but like yeah. I, because I went into it as more of an experience, um, I enjoyed it more than I probably would have otherwise. Yeah, yeah, I fell on the opposite side of that. On yeah. uh, Brandon was saying he liked it a lot too, but I don't know. I couldn't. I, I don't know. I just couldn't get sucked into it. Yeah. 
I felt like, like my honest opinion is that when every time I felt like something was about to happen and it never did. Yeah. <laughs> like it just kept, it kept doing that to me. And then I eventually, I was just like, okay, nothing's actually going to happen. Yeah. I kind <laughs> so of, I kind of wish more happened too, if we're being honest, but I mean, I get it. I get, I get that wasn't the point, I guess. Yeah. It's made for a certain type of person. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It needs, it needs a solid, at least 20 minutes shaved off of it. The hour and 40 for yes. runtime is a little too long i i will agree with that for sure but i'm also a guy yeah. that'll sit there and watch like youtube ghost videos where you sit there and stare <laughs> at the same thing for a long time and wait for something for a ghost pop up. and i'll still get freaked out by it i'm not even gonna lie it just scares me <laughs> yeah i get why people were scared and would jump and stuff because i did turn all the lights out and i got a big screen and everything and then cranked it right up and i do understand why a lot of people would have been freaked out by it so I I understood why it got so much buzz. It just wasn't my type of movie. Yeah, That's fine. No. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same not with like uh, I didn't like Blair Witch Project either back in the '90s when it came out. Oh. And it, I like it was cool because they hyped it up. Like I literally remember them faking how, that it was real. Like they put up they put articles on the internet talk like showing the people disappeared and stuff because yeah. the internet oh, was okay. just becoming a thing. And I remember, like, all my friends, I was in probably, like, grade seven or something, I remember all my friends talking about how this movie's real, and we have to go <laughs> see it in the theater. Like, everybody thought it was real at the time. It's That's actually crazy. Even my parents were like, did you hear about these kids that went missing in the forest, and they filmed it? And I was like, okay, wild. So I went to the theater, <laughs> and I just didn't like it. Like, it, I don't know. Even at that young age, those movies just aren't for me, I don't think. I gotta yeah. do a rewatch on Blair Witch because I haven't watched it since high school and I didn't really enjoy it back then, but I wonder if I might now. I don't know. I doubt you would. <laughs> you, you, well, you align with my opinion on these types of movies. Yeah, yeah. And hey, I don't. Blair Witch took me five tries to watch it. <laughs> oh really? Asleep. Oh yeah, yeah. Back okay, when I... so you didn't. You thought it was boring too. All right. Yeah, but like when I once I finished it, I was like, okay, I understand like i i can appreciate it since when i when i got to the ending yes then, me then, too. I hear, then i hear all these like cool like conspiracy theories too afterwards that like it makes me want to rewatch it and watch it in a different light you know like there's the theory out there that the two guys just like planned it and killed the girl so i'm like i want to watch it from like that kind of perspective and see if i have more of like an appreciation for it hmm. yeah yeah I, I appreciate all the, like, I appreciate every movie that's ever made because somebody put their heart and soul into it and it's made for somebody, right? Mm -hmm. So I never trash movies, but some, yeah, some aren't just, just not for, made for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got one more physical media release and it is Cocaine Bear Maximum Rampage Edition. Closets way onto digital and Blu-ray on April 18th. It's jam-packed with special features. Hmm. We still haven't seen uh, that. Me neither. I'm yes. looking forward to watching yeah, that. me too. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. What's the name of the girl that's directing it? Uh, Elizabeth Banks. There it is. She always Her name always just leaves my mind, even though I've seen her in like 100 movies. Yeah. But yeah. That looked good. It looks really good. I enjoy like just insane movies and that kind of 
fits that perfectly. Is that all you got, Brandon? Uh, nope. Oh, I thought that you said there was the last one. Yeah, physical media releases. Oh, sorry. More <laughs> I, still, I still got news. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> um, we'll start off with a downer, and hopefully by the end of it, I can bring you back up. Uh, legendary cinematographer Bill Butler has passed away at the age of 101. Um, some of his credits include Jaws, uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Child's Play, and Anaconda, as well as many, many more. Uh, you will be sorely missed, and your camera work was fantastic. When was that? Yeah. I didn't even hear about that. Me neither. Uh, just uh, today or yesterday. Oh. Yeah, I, I tune into your guys to hear all my <laughs> news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really search the internet much. I'm too busy watching movies and stuff, so I always listen to your guys' podcasts and get all my news. I appreciate it. So it's fresh right now for me, too. Yeah, you get it ahead of everybody else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Scream 6 continues to kill it at the box office, crossing $100 million at the domestic box office. The first time a Scream movie has hit those numbers was back in 1997 with Scream 2. Damn. Wow. Yeah, that's so, that's good. I think with the international box office, I think it put it around $167 million. Nice. That makes me happy. I'm glad people are going to see types of movies I like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, keep getting made. It's doing very well. Um, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm not going to get into talk on that because I know you guys probably have. And oh, you have it. Oh, yeah, You'll spoil did. it for me. <laughs> yeah, we won't say anything. No. We liked it, though. We did. Yeah, I heard it's good. Everybody... Like I haven't read any reviews, but I like I looked at like uh oh the other guy that you guys always have on. Uh we love horror. Yeah, yep. Michael. Michael. Yeah, Michael. He uh posted something on it, so I just looked at it quick and he said he loved it. It's like his favorite movie in the franchise or something. So I was like, Okay, well should be piques my interest. Definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, I'll 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 say it's definitely up there for me. It's definitely probably in my three or four mm-hmm. nice. i see i have to go back and rewatch them all because i don't really remember them and i find some people are like ranking the earlier ones a lot lower than what i yeah. thought that they would be ranked at so i'm, I'm kind of curious to see how well like two still holds up or three maybe like i'm missing something in three that i don't remember even though i was not a big fan of three but... no i i'm gonna be honest i just rewatched all five of them leading into the new one because i was gonna rank them as well but I thought I'd just wait till the new one comes out. Yeah. But I two and three aren't they're lower than one and four for me. Yeah. I I think one and four are better. I think three's the weakest, to be honest. That's what because I always remember, yeah. A lot of people also disagree. Like I disagree with a lot of people. I actually liked the new one. The Scream Five. Okay. I most people didn't really that's usually their bottom movie in the when they're ranking i noticed but i it's not my bottom i'd put scream three below that one personally i i just like the girl like uh the girl that plays his daughter can never remember her character name but i i just think she does a good job playing his psycho daughter and at the end of five when he kills when she's killing that guy and stabbing him and she's just oh. like going bananas on him like it that part, I don't know. I just 
Oh, and sorry, in Scream mm. Five. Yeah, in yeah. Scream Five. I thought we were talking about three. Sorry, Sam Carpenter. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I, I really liked her in that role. So you'll and like a lot her of people... even more in Six. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's oh, like yeah. so much more character development for her, and I, the, I didn't care for friends. her in Five personally. I didn't either. Really. Most people did. Loved her in Six. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. That's really exciting, then. Yeah. They'll probably it might I don't oh I don't know if it could beat the original for me, but we'll see. I'll yeah. see when I watch them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a quicksand survival horror movie is coming to Shutter in June. Quicksand, Quicksand stars Carolyn Galton and Alan <laughs> uh, Hale as an American couple on the, on the brink of a divorce who traveled to the country for a work conference. While on a hike through the rainforest, a storm causes them to become trapped in a pit of quicksand. Oh, my heart just like started racing. That's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> I just got yeah, really claustrophobic. <laughs> this is like a sur- survival movie, I guess. Yep. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I knew I'd get Sam on board for that one at least. Ooh, breathe. <laughs> My chest is tight. <laughs> Those movies do me in too. So yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> bro. It took uh... me a while to get to the last one you told me about. Fall. Oh, fall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to muscle up the courage for a while on that one. Yeah, there's another one we were just talking about, too. I think it was last week. Dive, I think it was called. Oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't heard yeah. of that. Yeah, divers get stuck. Uh, the diver yeah. gets trapped underneath a rock and is, like, at the bottom of, like, the body of water that they're diving in, right? And her sister has to try to help her get out. And it's like, oh, that sounds intense, too. <laughs> My adrenaline's going. <laughs> Yeah, those movies are rough. They're always good though. Oh yeah. They deliver yeah. lots of intensity. Um Lucas Rinker, fresh off of Holy Shit, has announced his next project titled Pause. The film follows a group of people exploring an abandoned Russian ship in the Arctic as they become prey to a mother polar bear protecting her cub. Oh. Hmm. I love good animal killer animal movies so yeah there's just like i'll enjoy that there's just a poster released and it looked it looked pretty good i I know there's like some army guys that's like kind of like a science science people are going up there or something like that but yeah it's a hungry hungry polar bears protecting her cubs so i'm kind of excited to see it i we watched the trailer i think it was us three that did the holy shit trailer as well yeah which which looked fun but i hope it's more of a serious take on this one yeah, I bears scare the crap out of me, especially after watching Backcountry. So, um, yeah, if it's, if it's a serious movie, I'm in, but also not going ever near a bear ever in my life. <laughs> <laughs> they are creepy. Any animal that can kill us is usually pretty creepy. Yeah, like yeah. literally rip you to shreds. <laughs> yes, and they, and they can outrun us too, which is even scarier. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Five Nights at Freddy's sets up a Halloween release date. Hmm. Yeah, that my daughters are excited for that because they <laughs> they grew up on those games. I never really played the games much, so I don't have a lot of care for it. But yeah, me too. I don't know anything about it. I just yes. know people compare it to Willy's Wonderland, don't they? <laughs> 
Well, people yeah. compare Willy's Wonderland. To, to Five yeah, Night sorry, Five other Night way around. Yeah, yeah. I, I did enjoy Willy's Wonderland. I thought that was good, but I also, I, did too. I also like have an addiction to Nicolas Cage. So <laughs> I have his pillows and everything. The couch is in my living room on my couch. I have his the face Nicolas- on all my pillows. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is hilarious. My fucking wife hates Nicolas Cage too. <laughs> now she has to lay on his face all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking about like strapping one of them to my face and coming in her room at night and just like creeping right up beside her. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I don't want to get punched in the face. So <laughs> I won't bother. But yeah. <laughs> um compulsion. Neil Marshall's next movie is a throwback to erotic 70s or 60s and 70s thrillers huh i haven't heard of this one no that's that's all i got there's not that much to know about it (laughs) but i know after the last two neil marshall movies that i watched i'm not too excited for it oh what what are his the layer Uh, and stuff like that the layer and the reckoning or the last two that i watched yeah i I seen that you watch those i know you didn't really like them that much yeah. I haven't seen them. I definitely rated like the reckoning generously, like way too generous. Um, it should definitely should have been lower in my books. Who I like was the... In the reckoning? Was there anybody in that? Um, there's just that one English guy that's in all of his movies. Um, oh, okay. He's uh he plays the butler in Gotham, like the TV show Bruce Wayne's butler. Oh, okay, yeah. I know I who you're talking about. I can't remember what his name is, but like he was good in it. He played, uh, who did he play? He played like the exorcist, like the the big bad of the witch trials of England back in the day. He, um, Vincent Price also played the same character, but I just can't. Yeah, remember. like witch witch finder general. Yeah, yeah, he played that guy. So he was good yeah. in it, but the the main woman in that movie just drove me nuts. There's no, there's. It, it was just a bad movie <laughs> it looks good but it just it wasn't for me and the layer was okay it was wasn't anything special i liked it more than i liked the reckoning but like not by much but... i'll just take your word on those ones because i i those were ones i missed actually when i was ranking those years yep missed those ones and i had never heard of them yeah, but then you was... said they were kind of half-ass anyway so i was just like all right fuck it i don't think they would have made your list (laughs) yeah it's yeah they got to be pretty top-notch i do enjoy watching everything though yeah because it gives me i don't know like i (laughs) i feel incomplete when i'm doing a year and i'm ranking them i feel like i have to watch them all because just in case there's one i missed (laughs) that deserves to be really high and (laughs) i don't know it's just stupid it's my own little thing. It's so hard to do, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, I, I watched 70 something for one of the years. Oh, and honest to God, I had about 25 absolute turds in a row. Like oh, it, it was getting so bad at one point. I was just, I gave up on the year because it was just so many shit <laughs> ones in a row. What year was this? Um, I think it might have been 20. 2021 or 2020 oh recent yeah it was one of the newer newer years 
And it, it was just like so many shit ones. And it, it bugs me a bit. Like, it, not to get off topic, I'll let you keep going with the news. But I'm looking forward to getting out of the 2010s because yeah. there's just too many movies. Like, there's, it's insane. Like, once you hit like year 2000, you're lucky if there's even 10 horror movies that came out for each year. Yeah. But now there's there's like 70 to 100. It's fucking brutal. I, I'm not complaining, but it's like it's nice to have tons to choose from. But it's hard when you're when you want to rank them all. The problem is when you hit those 90s, those 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 late 90s, they're all scream. It's all you're getting every movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. The 90s, in my opinion, is probably one of the worst decades in horror history. So everybody it's says the, yeah. it, the thing is, they, there's a lot of good movies. That came out in the nineties, but there's only like one each year. Yeah, they're they're far and from in between. Yes, there's not like ten movies for each year, and you're just like, oh man, those are all so good. There's only like one or two, so I can probably power through those years pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I have two more pieces of horror news, and then we will move on. Uh, the horror novel The Rule of Three by Sam Ripley has been acquired by Screen Gems for a film adaptation. In the book, uh goes, can you change your own fate? The question haunts three women as they become increasingly convinced that the mysterious urban myth called The Rule of Three, they must find a way to break the curse or suffer the same fate as the women before them. Hmm. I might read that. I figured that... I. I wasn't sure if you've heard of it or not. No. no. I have to remind me of that title because I think I'm going to try and read more while you're working weekends again this summer. I will. It's in the Army of Darkness news section in my notebook because I'm not okay. throwing out my notes anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last piece of news, Eli Ross, Eli Ross' Thanksgiving will hit theaters this November just in time for thanks, American Thanksgiving. I'm excited for that. I'm very curious. Yeah, I really want to see a trailer before, and I don't yeah. want like the old Grindhouse trailer. I want to see like the new updated trailer because I watched the Grindhouse trailer from uh, the uh, Planet Terror and uh, Death Proof, where they did the spoof of it, and it was pretty rough. But so <laughs> I hope it's a good update, anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exciting. Eli Ross, a hit and miss director for me. Like he has some that I love a lot, and then some that were just like. What were you thinking on that one? But you yeah. never know. <laughs> he was big when he hit it, though. Like, oh yeah, knock knock, and the Green Inferno came out with like in months of each other. I think, if I remember correctly. Yep, yep. His first movie was Hostel, right? I'm pretty sure. I think it was Cabin Fever. Oh, Cabin Fever. That's right. That came yeah. out before Hostel. You're right. I forgot about that one. Cabin Fever and then Hostel, I think. Yeah, I quick funny story on cabin fever i went to see that in the theater and the film reel broke mid-movie oh, and man. yeah so the top half of the screen was on the bottom and the bottom was on the top <laughs> <laughs> so they ended up they couldn't fix it either they ended up giving us our money back and we, i never ended up finishing that movie in the theater oh. <laughs> yeah but it was that's a gross movie too i have a one of my things is skin disease shit it really does me in yeah, so, yeah. we uh, takes, we, takes we reviewed the... that movie on Michael's podcast. We love horror. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think I listened to that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. 
Yeah, I went and saw the good movies. I went and saw Green Inferno in theater too for a date. Did you? Yeah, she was not impressed. Mm, I tried to watch <laughs> it with my ex, and he wouldn't let me finish the movie because he wasn't impressed. I still haven't seen the ending of this fucking movie. <laughs> That's I why know. you guys are together. <laughs> <Yeah. I know. laughs> now we gotta watch the movie and finish it. Yeah, you finally finished Green Inferno. <laughs> I've people. never seen it. I've never yeah. watched it. No. No, and I've seen Cannibal Holocaust as well, what he kind of bases it off of. Yeah. But I've never, I never watched it. I have it too, but. I read a I book that had it. a similar concept. It was really good. I forget what it's called now. Cannibal Jungle or, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, they're creepy movies. They're, they really, they feel so real, right? They're just brutal. Yeah. For your next uh, Patreon list, uh, Patreon poll, Sam, you can put Cannibal Holocaust or. The Green Inferno one. Oh, not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get Tusk back in there, though. I want someone to vote Tusk in. <laughs> I think I voted Tusk, actually. Did you? We can't yeah. see who votes for what, so. Yeah. yeah, I was the only one. And the other two people, I think, voted the other movie. I can't remember yeah, what it was okay. up against. It was against. But here's the thing. All the movies you guys post, I like them all, and I want to hear your opinions on all of them. So it doesn't, I don't really care which yeah, okay. one went doesn't matter we're trying to pick like <laughs> older movies that we haven't seen yeah that hold like a Notice. certain reputation so yeah i haven't seen uh the one that's winning right now i haven't seen that one in years blood diner uh, yeah blood diner yeah, it are it already won it's got three votes so we're gonna yeah. uh we're gonna do that next week for patreon yeah, yeah the f- director of that it's a asian woman yes it's it is her- I can't remember what it is either, but yeah, she's famous for directing just brutally crazy ass movies. Mm-hmm. So, and I haven't okay. seen that since like the early 2000s. So, I get you're it'll be news when you guys talk about it because I don't remember it much. Cool, I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, with that, do we want to slide on into some two truths and a lie? Yeah, who's going first? Uh, Bo. Mm. Who do you want to go first? Who do you want? Um, last time I did Sam, so I'll do I'll do you this time. Okay. So I did my two truths and a lie on Ted Raimi. Okay. Ooh, Ted Raimi. Yeah, because we've done Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell a bunch, so we're trying to pick out some random <laughs> people here. Yeah, Ted Raimi. That's fun, actually. Okay. I know, a lot. I know quite a bit about him. I might be able to get these. I know nothing, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Ted Raimi is the older brother of Sam Raimi. Um, he was babysat by Bruce Campbell. He was the winner of the Horrorfest International 2020's Spirit Award. I have a, I have a hunch as to which one it is, but I'll let Bo go first. Oh, oh man, that's hard. I'm going to say that the lie is that he was babysat by Bruce Campbell. Okay. I'm going to say that the lie is that he's not the older brother. He's the younger brother. And that's why he was babysat. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, Sam takes the win on this one. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's the nice. youngest of the three. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. The other one's Ivan, I think. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Is he in the movie industry or no? I think he is, yeah. I think he produces, actually... I think, and oh, okay. writes. 
I think he also uh, plays like odd shemp parts and stuff like that. I think he's. Oh, in, does he really? I think he's in Army of Darkness. Just give me one second. Oh, I think wait, I have oh. list. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's, he's like his name's on here, but it doesn't say who he plays. So he might have just. Might have just needed an extra that day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's one of the skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> one of the voices. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I did mine on Embeth Davids. She plays Sheila in the movie Army of Darkness. Um, okay. So she's um she's American South African. She went to a strict school where they wore uniform and were not allowed any makeup, and she auditioned for the role of Miss Honey and Matilda, but did not get it. Huh. I know nothing about this actress at all. <laughs> I didn't I'm either. Going- I think I know the answer, and I, um, I think the third one is the lie, because I'm pretty sure she's in Matilda. Okay. If I'm, yeah. Brendan, do you want to guess? Um, I'll go with number two. Okay. Bo, you're right. She is Miss Honey in Matilda. Okay. <laughs> I just yeah. I I couldn't come up with the I I wasn't sure what to put as the lie, so that's what I put down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it confused me for me. I haven't seen Matilda since. Holy moly! Th- that's why I was like, "Hey, Forever. they've probably seen the movie, but I bet you it wasn't yesterday." So no, <laughs> maybe I can trick them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I've seen that movie? I think that's the only thing I've ever seen her in, other than yeah, I Dark. think me too. She's actually in quite a bit when I was looking at the list, but I already forget. <laughs> yeah, just just smaller roles, probably. Yeah. All right. So the movie we're doing today is Army of Darkness. We have two more weeks of Evil Dead after this. Um, So Army of Darkness was released February 19th, 1993. Director is Sam Raimi. Budget was 11 million. Box office, 21.5 million. Ash is transported back to medieval days where he is captured by the dreaded Lord Arthur aided by the deadly chainsaw that has become his only friend ash is sent on a perilous mission to recover the book of the dead a powerful tome that gives its owner power the power to summon an army of ghouls this movie has a 7.4 on imdb and a 69 percent on rotten tomatoes and it's starring obviously bruce campbell from the original evil dead movies black friday but bahotep uh we have embeth david's from 13 Ghosts, Schindler's List, Matilda. We have Marcus Gilbert from A Ghost in Monte Carlo, Carlo and A Hazard of Hearts. And we have Bridget Fonda from Single White Female and Jackie Brown. So, do you guys have uh, quick spoiler-free thoughts? <laughs> um, I'm... I'm going to start off by saying I'm probably going to be the person that likes this movie the least. Okay. Why is that? Without spoiling anything. I I think it gets too far away from Evil Dead. For the most part, it doesn't feel like it belongs in the franchise, but it's good as a standalone movie. I'll just say that before we get into talking about it. Brendan? I fucking love this movie. Oh my god. I know, yeah. <laughs> I do, I do that. This, this is my this is this I I watch this movie all the time as a kid. I watch it at least once a year, probably. Um 
<laughs> when I was doing the news this morning, I was listening to the Army of Darkness soundtrack, like the motion picture score. <laughs> um, yeah, I hands down, I fucking love this movie. I think it's a gem. <laughs> yeah. Here's um, the thing, I kind of agree with you. Like, I, I, I just don't think it belongs in the Evil Dead world, but yeah. I think it is a great movie. Alright, Sam, you can talk. <laughs> Interrupt um, I agree with what Bo said about it feeling not like an Evil Dead movie a little bit. Um, obviously, Ash makes it feel like an Evil Dead movie, but like it also it's it's so different from the first two. Um, I don't mind it, but I feel like I say that about all of the Evil Dead movies, or the original ones at least. Um, and I think the past two movies I rated a high thumbs up um, but that's based on like the production and everything put into the movie. Um, like I don't mind the movies and that's, that's all I can really say about it without getting into it. <laughs> Not something I'm going to throw on, but like, yeah. Yeah. I did okay. see, a, I did see a giggling over there a few times. That's some jokes. I was I, making I, sure to look. I laughed pretty hard at one part and then I looked at you. I'm like, I bet you he's watching me right now. And you were. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down which part it was, but <laughs> yeah. I wrote down some funny parts too, so it's probably the same stuff. It could be. <laughs> but yeah, I don't mind it. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, it's going to be a tag team on Brendan on this one. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping for it. I really was. I wanted, that's what I wanted for this episode. Yeah. I'm going to make you guys, I'm going to make you guys fucking love this movie by the end of it. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. So ahead, there are spoilers, so you've been warned. This movie is almost 30 years old, so if you haven't seen it, that's on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Army of Darkness. Describe this movie in three words. I'll let you go first, Brandon. What do you got? I got wildly fucking entertaining. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's a good three words. What you got, Bo? I'll say, I didn't write anything down for this, so I'll just wing it. I'll say Bruce Campbell rocks. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I like him a lot. Mine is, my last word is kind of two words put together, but I put medieval fun (laughs) (laughs) one-liners. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Definitely. This uh this movie definitely has probably the most quotable lines out of all the first three, in my opinion. But definitely, I agree with that. Um, who's your favorite character? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is obvious. Do we just take out Bruce Campbell? And <laughs> <do> someone else, <laughs> <Yeah>. Sheila. <laughs> I'll do a secondary character. I like. Now I don't know if I'm correct on this, but I. Because I didn't look it up because I'm <laughs> lazy, I guess. But is it Bill Mosley playing the bad guy in this movie? No, that's Bruce Campbell. He's doing both roles. Yes. I okay. wasn't sure about that either. At certain spots, I could hear Mosley's voice. And I was like, is that Bill Mosley? And I'm like, well, they'll tell me tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, I... uh I liked his character. I like the, uh, I guess you'd call him like the captain 
Well, that's what it's, it says on the cast sheet that Bill Mosley plays Deadite Captain. Yeah, I know. I thought that he played one of the scouts for... Um, so, you know, when they roll up the castle and uh, the two horsemen come up and talk to him about, like, their positioning and stuff. There's a skeleton one, and then there's a person that just has, like, some slight makeup on. Yep. I thought that he was... Um, I thought he was one of those people. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. That's what you had said, and that's why I didn't include him in the main cast when I read it. In it the caught movie. me off guard because when I, like, honestly, God, this is the first time I've seen this movie since, like, the early 2000s. And I felt like it was Bruce Campbell, but yet I could hear Bill Mosley. It was so weird. Because I thought it was Bruce Campbell, too, and I was watching his, like, what he was saying and stuff like that yeah. but it, it also didn't sound like him so that's why i was getting a little confused maybe he was in the makeup and mosley was doing the voice or something i, I don't know like it's weird it, that's a weird one it's, yeah that's some good trivia something there. we should have looked up before since we're hosting a podcast <laughs> well, but hey completely... <laughs> i know i'm trying to look it up now i just noticed it because i watched uh three from hell <laughs> for your last oh, yeah. podcast, so yeah. Mosley's voice. He's got a really distinct voice. Yeah, he does. And that, it was just, it was weird. So but, that's your favorite character then, if you're not including Ash? Yeah, obviously Ash is the shit, but yeah. It, the, like, the, the girl's good too. Sheila. Sheila. Sheila's good too. See, my favorite character, I put Ash down. I'm just going to say it. Like, I, yeah. I can't think of anyone else that I would put there, to be honest. No, but, he's the superstar. Yeah, these are his movies. <laughs> yeah, I have also Ash. Like this is so. Last week we talked about like, and we talked about like the evolution of Ash throughout the three movies. We won't include the uh, the TV series, but like the last one, he becomes in as a hero by the end of it. And I find this one is cynical Ash. There's a really good video on it by uh, Joe Blows on YouTube. He did a 30th uh, anniversary video on it and talking about how this is like the most cynical, sick and tired of this dead eye bullshit, like Ash that you got. So that's why you get all like the funny one liners where he's just like sick and tired of it. Okay. Um, he's still like goofy, clumsy. Um, I was trying to think of the word that would be, it's not like bozo, but um, buffoon. This is kind yeah, I know what I got from like some of the scenes, um. But I love Ash. Like this is the movie that made me absolutely fall in love with Bruce Campbell as an actor and um looking up this like falling in love with this franchise. Um, so Ash I definitely he he takes it for me all the time. What yeah. Did, what did our uh, friend Miki say? This is uh. Bruce Campbell at his hottest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And like at the end too, like in the supermarket ash. Yeah, he fine. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I said in the second movie he had a glow up. And then this movie, I was like, I didn't know you could glow up from a glow up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, do you guys have a least favorite character? Ah, uh, it's these these I knew you're gonna ask me these questions. I didn't write anything down because <laughs> it's there isn't really any hateable characters in the movie, and 
And there's no lovable ones either, other than Ash. So it's kind of like, but if I had to pick a least favorite, (laughs) there's so many funny ones, like skeletons and stuff that are really funny. (laughs) When I'm trying to think of all the characters, I'm like, but that skeleton, that skeleton said something really funny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I have a least favorite character, to be honest. That's hard. Do you guys? Brennan? I do, and I'm just kind of splitting hairs here, but I'm going to go with Sheila. I yeah. feel like her character was just kind of a forced uh, romantic arc in the movie. That was... Yes, no I have need, yeah. no comments need. about that later. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of just there for sexual purposes. Yeah, and that's pretty <laughs> much it. Like... The one-liners he gives her are funny as hell. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, it's yes, it 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 could have been left out, and the the movie could have added something different there, and it probably would have been the same or better, you know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't write anyone either, but I would probably say the same now that you've said that because there's some other categories where I talk about that dynamic. <laughs> um, I have a comment about. A character it's it's not a favorite character or a least favorite character it's just interesting that linda in every single movie is totally fucking different his girlfriend <laughs> yeah. that yeah, he's technically Ponder. cheating on in the medieval ages <laughs> yeah it's, she's just totally different in all the movies and i just thought that was interesting <laughs> it's because we go back to that fact that they can't get the rights to the previous movie that they yeah owned. So like yeah. I was I was watching it again because we just came off of Evil Dead Two, so I was like, "Fuck!" They nailed every shot that they like reshot in the second one with him going a big time portal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like every shot looks exactly the same from Evil Dead Two. I was actually really impressed by it again. Like even down to like the stove coming over, like to hit him in the head, and he ducks out of the way. Um, but yeah, and you can also do like this is a different ash from a different universe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, he's the hero right away, and this one, he's fucked at the start of it because everybody takes ca- he gets caught like captured right away. Yeah, yeah. Best, be- best acting, I think we all have the same thing. <laughs> That's it's tough. Yeah, Ash kind of just steals the show. Yeah, he does. Another one I find really steals the show though is. Uh, Richard Grove, uh, Henry the Red. I find. Oh that, yeah. I thought he was pretty entertaining to watch. He's always been kind of a childhood favorite too of mine. Like he's like my favorite knight throughout the thing. Um, yeah. I, King Arthur is good too. Marcus Gilbert, <laughs> I like him too. Sorry um, for laughing. I just knew how much you were gonna love this movie. <laughs> yeah, I love I love every aspect of it. Like fun watching you talk about it because you're like a kid in a candy store. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised we're doing this so early, but I'm so excited. <laughs> like even uh even the blacksmith, the uh, Timothy Quill, just the lo- simple looks he gives just says so much about what he's thinking. Oh, just I love it. He looks up to. Ash when he's giving a speech, he's like, I'll fight by ya. You know? I love it. I'm sorry. I'll try not to fanboy too much. Um, I, also, I also liked in this movie how Bruce Campbell played so many different roles, like with the all the little ashes and when his body was like duplicated and yeah. He gets, he gets to play bad ash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing it all. 
<laughs> do you yeah. guys have anyone down for worst acting because i left it blank to be honest yeah that's it's a hard one that like like i said when you said it's so hard to rate because it's all about ash so much in this movie that i don't really even pay attention to anybody else yeah like he's kind of just all him all the time mm-hmm. but it, worse acting i would give it to the the uh, the like the british guy i don't know his name because i haven't seen the movie enough brendan probably knows it like uh he's the lord that wants to kill ash at the oh, beginning lord, king arthur yes there we go oh yeah i could see that he's got a couple off he has a couple moments where he's yep. just like okay. under average but not nothing major it's... yeah okay brendan yeah i don't have anybody down either i like the... <laughs> Yeah, pretty much like everybody. <laughs> Even the skeletons were good. I was going to say, I didn't like that one bad skeleton actor. Like, he, was a, he was ridiculous. So out of character. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on the score and soundtrack for this movie? I love the score in this movie. I thought yeah. it was really done well. I, I actually wrote that down, that it was shocking. And then I, at the end, when I was watching the credits, I didn't realize, but I think it was Danny Elfman, who's... Yeah pretty legendary in the scores department so that says it right there i thought the score was excellent Brennan? yeah the scar the score like hits you right out of the gate of the movie and it totally sets the tone for how different this is going to be from the rest of the evil dead franchise mm-hmm. because it's more of like an epic quest uh score and yes yeah, that is exactly the word for it yeah. <laughs> i put fantasy medieval but quest is perfect yeah. <laughs> Uh, Danny Elfman did do a part of this. He didn't do the whole soundtrack, but he did do some of it. He did the the March of the Dead, and I think that part of the score is just fantastic. I could listen yes. to it all day. Like, like I said earlier in the podcast, I listened to this mo- like soundtrack before, while I was writing the news this morning, and I can just picture every scene that's going by. <laughs> and it's not the first time I've done this. I've listened to it quite a few times since we bought the vinyl. So. Oh, I was just about to ask that. Do you guys have the vinyl? Yeah, we do. That's nice. I love the sound. It's so it's so douchey, but I love the sound of vinyl. <laughs> I know it's such a douchebag thing to say, but <laughs> I I really like the sound of vinyl over Spotify any day of the week. It blows my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you guys. I'll agree with Brendan with that word quest. It does sound very uh like it was just very fantasy versus the other movies were very um like it was the sound of the demon all the time and like it's just so different from the other two movies i find yeah yeah personally yeah. this is my favorite of the yeah. three like scores like this is my favorite yeah. definitely yeah they went all out on the score for this yeah. you can tell like it sounds epic the battle like like you said the march of the dead that whole battle scene and that section is just it's perfect score in the background yeah <laughs> uh cinematography uh, i i like almost everything like it brandon's gonna hate me again but <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> if the time we're done he'll never have me on again <laughs> <laughs> um i love everything there's only one part that gave it made my eyes kind of fucked up and it was the part where he's holding the door 
and the camera is bouncing really fast at that moment and it just messed with my eyes and I had to look away for a second but <laughs> other than that it, it's pretty flawless like his filming style and the way he shoots everything is pretty unique you can tell it's him oh yeah definitely he's got uh i don't know if you want to call them tropes um <clears throat> styles i guess like he's yeah he's got that classic style like uh um you get the call back to the old the uh evil dead 2 where ash is climbing out of the cellar but like this time he's climbing out of the pit um it's like the exact same kind of style shot except he's climbing out of something else um i didn't actually write down a whole lot i could talk about this whole movie so um i put the the editing but for him building his new hand is mm. like the same yes. editing style as when he gets his chainsaw in the last movie and he's yep. done it all up and that's like a staple too for him yes um, i don't know if you know you know who edgar wright is right yep he t- takes a lot of his style from sam raimi as well like in Shaun of the dead and Hot oh, yeah, Fuzz. He, he literally has a scene in every one of his movies where it's that quick like jumping from thing to thing yeah. like you're talking about yeah i love sam raimi's directing i can't wait i really hope he's he's been teasing lately about a fourth evil dead movie so i but i know i yeah you would tell me that in the last podcast that was on yeah, that's exciting it's, it's exciting but i don't know i hope it comes to fruition here um sam what did you think about the cinematography um i didn't have a whole lot of thoughts for it this movie like it's well done i just noticed more cool experimental shots than the first two i guess but i mean it's not bad it's good it's just that i don't i don't have a whole lot of comments on it (laughs) yeah yeah i'm the same he's it's his style like it it feels like yeah. a Sam movie. This is like big budget, uh, big budget movie compared to the first two, right? Like, this yeah. Oh, yeah. like Universal Pictures. Um, so he didn't really have to worry about trying to get a shot in this one. He could just be like, "This is what I want," and they could he had to do what he wanted, right? I feel like yeah, I kind of for- liked the the versions of him trying low budget more though personally just because it was more i don't know artsy i guess and it was fun to watch yeah you can't fuck up when you're doing low budget either right like you can't just be like like, this is the first movie he did that's probably like he gets to say cut and reshoot the scene (laughs) yeah (laughs) the other two it's like you fuck up a scene and that's it they're out of money no more film Um, do you guys have favorite costumes or outfits from this movie? I think the captain guy, his uh, makeup's really cool. Yeah. And I I love the skeletons as well, like the ones that aren't CG, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're really cool. But for a coolest costume, like it's Ash again, but I'll go with the captain guy as my second pick. For coolest costume, yeah, Deadite Evil Ash like is amazing special effects. I love his fucking helmet. I don't know what kind of creature that thing is, but it looks good. Yeah, Um, I also like uh, Supermarket Ash at the end of it, Um, and then uh, in the game it's called Galliant Ash. I think it's called, which is his like suit and armor uh, style. Yeah. 
and I like uh, I like Henry Henry the Red at the end with this red uh, red kind of kilt thing going on with his <laughs> his armor. <laughs> I put yeah, down, those are all good. I put down um, Ash's ripped shirt look <laughs> in the beginning, and then um, a bunch of Sheila's dresses were pretty. I guess for that time period, I guess <laughs> her <laughs> green dress when she started in the beginning of the movie and then she had this red dress that was nice i mean for the time period um and then the bald guy with the long mustache <laughs> he's just got the mustache that hangs yeah, down that's, uh, yeah the, the blacksmith yeah yeah yep. i just it i couldn't stop staring at his stash <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how guys grow them that big obviously the, like that one's probably well i don't know if it's real actually but there i have seen people in real life with mustaches like that yeah, they, they kind of creep me out in real life. It's wild. Like I, <laughs> I, I barely ever shave. This is about as much hair as you get. What I have now. <laughs> I don't know extensions. how guys. Do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Extensions on your mustache. Yeah. Mine's mine's pretty long going down the side here. I tend to eat it quite a bit. Yeah, put it in yeah. your mouth. Don't oh, let it yeah. get that long. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, memorable lines. Oh my god! Yeah, Where do we start? Dear. I pretty much wrote the whole movie. Yeah, I know. Same. <laughs> we should just let Brendan fire his out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I got a couple that like okay. I'll do I'll do one and then Brendan can do all his because he's the master of this <laughs> section. I love Oh, I love so many lines, but I'll I'll give a shout out to when he says they come back or they came back big time. <laughs> it's at the beginning i just love that oh, yeah. big time yeah like it, he's telling about how they came back again and he's like they came back big time and, oh my god <laughs> yeah it was it was hilarious i love that part there's so many though i'll let you go yeah, <laughs> sam rifle one off um i have well that's just what we call pillow talk baby <laughs> yeah i didn't write I that one down i was thinking about it but i didn't <laughs> I I got three more, but yeah, I guess I can out. give my three and then see if how many you have on yeah. top of that. Yeah, <laughs> I got obviously give me some sugar, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, oh yeah, that line is just hilarious because I I also didn't remember it. So when he it cuts to the romantic scene and he's about to kiss her, <laughs> when he said that, I just my guts hurt because I was laughing so hard. It was just like it's that, totally unexpected. Give me some sugar, baby. That line like, <laughs> is a, that line is a liked one for me, but the scene is a disliked scene for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's cringy, but that line though just oh fuck it did me in. And then I got uh um you ain't leading anything but Jack and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good too. But I laughed constantly. I thought the movie was really funny. But you get give me some of yours because I uh, I'm missing tons probably. Sam, you wanted to rifle off your couple? Oh, I have twelve. So I mean, it's not oh, a couple. Damn. You want to take turns? <laughs> sure. We'll see if any overlap. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I have a few too, so I'll just I'll see if you guys get all mine. Okay. Okay. I'll go first, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So there's the knights at the beginning that are hitting the car with their swords. And they're like, oh, what a piece of armor this is. 
<laughs> I actually didn't write that. I actually didn't even catch on to that line. <laughs> yeah, if you listen closely, there's so many back like guys that say stuff, and they're so fucking funny. Okay. Yeah, I did hear that one. <laughs> funny. They're all like beating on the car. Yeah. <laughs> I have well, hello, Mister Fancy Pants. Yep, I had that one down too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have uh. You know your shoelaces untied. <laughs> yeah. King Arthur. I That's my next one. one. Yeah. <laughs> like, did they even have shoelaces back in the nope. day? I, I was wondering that too. <laughs> I looked it up because my wife said that to me. She was like, "They don't have shoelaces, do they?" I said, "No, that's what makes the line so funny." So I looked it up just to make sure I was right. But yeah, no shoelaces. Um, I have this as my boomstick. Oh yeah, of course. I like that whole speech, but I couldn't write down the whole thing. Yeah. This is my boomstick. It's a 22 Remington whatever. <laughs> yeah, he like sells you the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Goes for about a hundred like a $150.99. Cobalt steel. Oh I can't remember exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, true salesman. Sp- yeah. Um I like the the next one of you primitives even touches me. And then he turns around and shoots the the one uh pit deadites back to yeah. back into the pit. <laughs> yeah. Uh I have when he gets out of the pit and he goes, What's up? Who's next? Yeah, I like that too. And he's <laughs> like, just taunting everyone. What's up? <laughs> huh? Do you want some of this? I like that. Um <laughs> I have ashes. Yo, she bitch. Let's go. Oh, yeah. that was good. I have that too. <laughs> the witch. Uh, I have good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun. Oh, I have that one too. <laughs> <laughs> They're endless. It's crazy. I know. Uh, it's nonstop. The um, king of the one-liners. I have... Uh, when when uh, Ash throws the, the fork at mini Ashes, and he's banging against the wall, you can just hear him quickly say, ah, ah, bullseye, and as he gets stabbed... <laughs> <laughs> crack of laughing. Uh, I got shop smart, shop S smart. Oh, I don't think I wrote that one, believe it or not. Um I'm bad Ash and you're good Ash from Evil Ash. Hail to the King, baby. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, that's that's like the a famous one. Um <laughs> what's he say uh whoa 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 spinach chin when he's talking to the wizard <laughs> uh i, yeah, I didn't write that I, one i may be bad but i feel good That's Ooh, Sheila. Sheila. Yeah. Sheila um i have one of the skeletons <laughs> When they're resurrected, welcome back to the land of the living. Now get a shovel and start digging. <laughs> <laughs> the skeletons were all funny. They didn't have a lot of lines, but their facial expressions were hilarious at yeah, certain it's... moments. <laughs> uh, you found me beautiful once, honey. You got real ugly. Yeah. Yeah. That down. Yeah. <laughs> My kids were laughing at that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Josh Klatu Verata. <laughs> there you go. I said the words. He goes to pick up the book. I, I only have one more, and it's an obvious. I had to throw this in here. I'll swallow your soul at the end. Yeah. yeah they had to squeeze that in. Yeah. I think most of skeleton ones from now on. Um, oh, I have a one from King Arthur. Uh, when Ash is making his big speech, he says, Are all people from the future loud mouth bigots? <laughs> and then let's see, I got a skeleton. Uh, oh, there's a sight for sore bones <laughs> when Sheila unveils herself. <laughs> um, evil Ash, I'll spoil those good looks when he's fighting Ash at the castle. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another skeleton. Uh, come on and put your backbones into it, <laughs> and they're ramming it. There was a lot of bones ones. Oh, yeah. Evil Ash again. I've got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> and then I had one of the mini ashes again, but I can't find it. But, like, uh, yeah, I can't find it. Okay. Well, anyways, um, uh, one of the skeletons at the end, uh, they do this a couple times with the skeletons at the end. There's one yelling, retreat, retreat. And then there's one that runs by really quick that says, just get the hell out of here! And he screams as he runs away. <laughs> I think that's it. Okay. Do you guys have lines that were disliked? Uh, that's... No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think they. it was bad writing at all. I think every line was pretty good. Brendan? Yeah, no, this is Punchline City. Yeah, we can it'd be on. rude if you had <laughs> lines you didn't like in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, do you guys have a favorite kill? <laughs> um, I do, but it's kind of lame. It's but it's not lame at the same time. It's the one where he's driving the car through the fields and taking out skeletons. And there's one skeleton that like turns and looks at the camera real quick and, and screams at the top of his lungs. <laughs> it's so funny to me how they got facial expressions on a skeleton, <laughs> but it makes a face. And that kill, I'll remember that for years because it, <laughs> it, I was laughing my ass off at that one. <laughs> Brandon, I'll go with that. um, I think I like the first evil Ash kill the best when he just shoves the shotgun up his nose and then just okay blasts him right in the face yeah and then he cuts his head off and then he buries him and um, <laughs> he's like yeah oh what's that on he's like you'll never get to the book of the necronomicon you'll die before you even get there and he's like oh, you got something there on your face and he's like what and he starts looking around and then he just throws a sho- scoop a shovel of dirt on his face <laughs> um i think that would be probably my favorite kill okay Mine is the pit scene, just when Ash kills the Deadites. I like how there's like the spikes coming in, and I don't know, just that whole scene was good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Do you I guys like have a least kill. favorite kill? Uh, least favorite. Do you have a least favorite, Brandon? Uh, I'm trying to think of one. I, I, know, I picked, left it blank. 
I'm picturing one, but it's like a random night, and it's just because I didn't understand. Like the skeleton must have been super tall, because the sword goes like down into his chest, like it's pointed downwards into his chest. So I just oh that that'd probably be about it. It's like literally like a two second shot. Or yeah, just so that's quick probably clip. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, it's yeah. like a funny skeleton kills and yeah, maybe. all the kills are all pretty funny. Yeah. Well done. Um, gore factor and special effects. Uh, for the time, I think the special effects are actually really well done. Mm. It's a, it's, they hold up pretty well. And I, I'm always like pushing for practical over, over, uh, what do you call it? Digital. Yeah. Yep. Because uh, practical, I feel like lasts for a lifetime mm-hmm. or digital. They do age. And some people like my daughters haven't seen a lot of old movies. So at the parts where some of the skeletons were CG, they're like, what the hell is that shit? (laughs) But (laughs) I get it because I grew up watching the stuff. But but yeah, they're not at the age yet where like, I don't know. I think most young people, if you haven't seen a movie from back then, they would be turned off by the CG, the outdated CG parts. Like even with the alien movies, I just rewatched the alien movies do this as well. Like in Alien Three, the alien CG is so terrible that it takes yeah. you right out of the experience. The the stop the stop motion animation for Alien Three compared to this movie is like total trash. Oh like, yes, this movie blows Alien Three out of the water. Yeah, and like it, that was even a bigger budget budget movie. Like I can't believe it. Yeah, it sucks you right out of the experience trying to go back and watch that one at this yeah. point because it's it's so bad and so yeah i would say the cg and special effects in this movie are really well done i i think they hold up pretty good yeah sam what did you think yeah i thought it was good too i like the the captain i guess his his makeup and face looked really good and i like the eyeball on the shoulder it was yeah. super gross i wrote that down too yeah, it like that... grossed me out <laughs> yeah, that was creepy yeah. that got me as a kid badly yeah, well, that's probably the creepiest, <laughs> creepiest part in the movie, in my opinion, for sure. Is the eyeball on the shoulder. Yeah. The part that creeped me out the most was the little ashes, and they had the, uh, they put the nail up to his foot when he was putting oh, his foot down. <laughs> I, I just cringed, even though you don't yeah. really see it. I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> don't step. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. thought it was good. Yeah, I I think it's excellent too. Like what both of you are saying. Um, I really like the second pit deadite, the one that's kind of like all bloated and just mm. constantly looks mm-hmm. wet. I thought the makeup on that was really good. The only spot yep. where like like Sam Raimi wanted like a skeleton <laughs> army in this movie. So like and he had clearly took huge like inspiration from like Jason and the Argonauts and stuff like that. Like the old all the old uh stop yeah. motion animation movies and stuff. That's what he really wanted, and he really nailed it with a lot of things. The only like bad special effect, I guess, that I actually noticed this time around, I always I always knew it was bad, but like watching it on the uh, new 4K scan or the 2K scan from Scream Factory was the winged demon, and there's just it looks sweet, it looks wicked, but there's just no facial movement at all. Like that thing yeah. is stuck in that face, and 
That's it. I they do just love have... the mask, though. That it's wearing. yeah, like it's, it's a cool wicked mask. looking creature. But if it could just move a little bit, it just wouldn't be <laughs> a little different difference. Yeah, it looks like a. Uh, it kind of reminded me of a play on Ghostface. Okay. <laughs> like it, it kind of looked like Scream took. <laughs> the ghost face mask it's, or that mask because it has like the droop jaw and, and everything right kind of it kind of reminded me of that a bit when i was watching it but... <laughs> yeah i like that creature but yeah you're right there is a bad section there where this the cg is bad yeah um what did you guys think of storyline and pacing I loved it i i thought the storyline and pacing is perfect like i know i started out talking about this saying that I'm going to not like this movie the most, but that's not what I meant. Like, I, I do think this is an excellent, almost perfect movie, just not an Evil Dead movie. Yeah. That, that's it. So everything I'm, I don't want to contradict myself, but everything I'm saying, <laughs> I, I love the pacing and I thought it was well done. It, it's kind of never lets up, really. It's just constant with, with uh, one-liners and doesn't slow down at all it's just one scene to the next yeah. yeah i liked it like like the last well other than like the first one like the next well evil dead 2 is also incredibly fast paced and do you watch the theatrical cut i did that's the yep. 4k one yep um, i was gonna watch the the international cut because but... it's the longest right yes but yeah. i ended up going with just the 4k because it was the theatrical or the the theatrical because it was the portrait. Yeah, we watched. Uh, we also did that too, and uh, I can't. I did not remember it being that short. Like it's what an hour twenty one or something. Yeah, like that. And yeah. Like there's definitely no time wasted at all. No. in this movie. No, it doesn't. Like it doesn't feel too long. It feels like it's perfect. Sam, what are your thoughts on the storyline and pacing? Um, I like the storyline. I like that. It's like him in this medieval time and he's like seen as this like almost like this god to come and save them and he's just trying to get the fuck home. So I, I like that storyline. Um, I'm not a big fan of battle scenes. I find them too action-y for me. So like the ending, as much as it's a short movie, the ending, I, I was like, okay, like this is just a bunch of fighting. The one-liners that were thrown in there saved it for me, but... That's just personal opinion. I'm not a big fan of battle scenes, but besides the battle scene, like I liked it. It was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Favorite scenes. Oh my. Oh, uh, I'll just give one because you could go on for an hour on favorite yeah. scenes. <laughs> um, my favorite scene overall. Ooh, that's a hard question. I would say, oh, geez, where do you start? There's so many to choose from. I, I would just go with. I know you're gonna hate me on this, <laughs> but I'm gonna say it just because I know you guys won't. I I like the kissing scene. <laughs> okay. Just because of the one liner, like it. Okay. It just, oh man, I like. Here's the thing: I don't know what it was, but I had no memory of the sex, the scene. So when I was watching it, it felt off. 
Like it felt really stupid, the scene. But then when he delivers that one liner, I was just like, I I couldn't stop laughing. I laughed for probably five minutes. Like my <laughs> stomach just hurt because I was I just wasn't expecting it. So I have to give it to that. But there's so many. Brennan, do you have a lot? Yeah, I could just write down the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I was thinking too. But like, there's some specific ones that I really enjoy. Like, it there are like some scenes that I like. Yeah, okay, I'm sitting through it. But like, there's like really good scenes that i have written down that i personally really like so do you have uh, do you have a lot of scenes sam i do but i could pick my favorites out of them okay well i'll do one i'll do a couple so i'll say the whole third act with the war and the preparing for war i think every you know from him training everybody is really funny like yeah the battle um i really like i like seeing both teams preparing for war you get them digging up all the skeletons you get them like he's showing this he's showing these medieval people how to make bombs essentially he's gonna leave them with that knowledge after he leaves so like that (laughs) he's just totally fucking up history Um, uh the car too i like the car with the the propeller on the front of it um, there's of course the classic Ash and the uh, uh, evil Ash battle at the end I also really like I find very funny but one of the biggest scenes to me that still sticks out is one of my favorites this the windmill scene um, when he's chased in there and then he's going to fight his little mini Ashes and then go on to fight himself essentially I really like the, that whole sequence I think all the little mini Ashes all have their own kind of funny different personality to them and if you watch each one they're doing something different mm-hmm. um, and the eyeball scarred me as a kid um, the other one I think this is like one of my favorite scenes in this whole movie is the graveyard graveyard scene Yep. Where he's walking up to the graveyard, and then there's the shot of the skeleton head, and the skeleton head's mouth drops as he's walking up, as if it's like, oh, um, I really like that. And then I like him fucking around with each of the three books, and the one turns out to be like a black <laughs> hole, and the other one is there's then he's left with two books, and he's sitting there, and he's like, gonna pick the one, and then he goes to the other one. And then he sits there and just gives it this look of like, no, 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 I know you're the fucking wrong book. I know, yeah, no, you thought you had me. He gives that look and he goes and grabs the other book and it just fucking bites him on the hand. So, yeah. And then Looks like whole, he's going to take his fingers off. Yeah. And then his whole uh, Batu Verata, Nick Toe, fuck up. I also like when he's trying to run away from it too and all the skeleton hands are. Yeah, just sticking you know, out of the ground. Prone him in the face. Yeah, hold him there and doing all this funny stuff. And I noticed too in this one that when the skeleton hand shoves its mouth, the hand up his mouth, and he's like getting up. If you look closely, you'll see another skeleton hand smoke him in the balls, and that's how why he pukes up the one skeleton hand. That's oh wow, I did not see that. Yeah, so if you go back and watch it, you'll see you'll see a clear hand just ramming him right in the balls. Oh wow. And he escapes. Um, but yeah, I could go on and on and on and on and on. It's, so Sam, this movie is endless. Um, uh, I like the whole pit scene in the beginning where he comes out and he shocks everyone, and then he's like showing off his gun and everything. Um, 
I like the little ashes as well. I wrote that down. Um, I really like the ending, how he just is back in the supermarket and he's just telling the story to his coworker and his coworker is like, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever, <Everybody>. dude. <laughs> um, the part that I laughed at that Brendan caught me laughing was when Ash and everyone were, they were cheering and then Ash hits Lord Arthur's chest or something like that. And then he just looks at him and stops laughing <laughs> or stops <Yeah>. cheering. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, and then I also have when Ash goes to get the book, the book, and there's three of them and just his reaction. He's like, nobody said anything about three books. And it's like just such a natural response that he's like all kind of flustered at first. He's like, what the fuck do I do with this? <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's pretty much what I got. <laughs> uh, do you guys have least favorite scenes in this movie? Because I do. Yeah, I know you do. I've mentioned a couple of them. <laughs> I don't really. I I don't think this movie has a lot of bad scenes. I think it moves really quickly and just moves in from one good scene to the next. So I'll just let Sam, because I doubt Brendan has any bad ones either. <laughs> so I, I think I'm going to um, have the same one that Sam has. So oh, yeah? Go ahead, Sam. Um, and- I, I've got two. So... I have the give me some sugar baby line, not the line itself. The line is great. It's just the fact that they were, they were so hostile with each other and they were arguing. And then all of a sudden they get up and he's like, wait, 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 wait. And it's like, they kiss. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? And like, you, you got a girl back at home. <laughs> and then no, all of a sudden, right? Oh, true. Yeah. But then how the fuck is he back at the supermarket telling the story after? Because oh, the, the supermarket's still there. Just Linda's oh, dead was, now. That was a new girl at the supermarket? Yeah, that was a new girl. Oh, I thought it was Linda. Okay, no. that makes more sense. But it's still, it just came out of nowhere, like that relationship. And I was like, it what the did. fuck? Well, she yeah. slaps him right in the face. And then when he gets up to run at her, I was, I was thinking, oh, no. Like I, I thought he was going to, like, slap her back He's going to beat her. <laughs> yeah. Be like, and then it you just turned into, like, a rom-com kiss scene yeah it just it came out of nowhere and then um i have one that one flying deadite is flying down towards everyone and everyone's running and sheila just fucking stands there and screams <laughs> and she's standing there for the longest time just going like this and then she's like someone help me and i'm like you could have just ran with everyone <laughs> yeah she's just standing you're, there you're i'm right. like jesus fucking crazy girl <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That would be mine too, actually. Because when I was watching it, I didn't write it down. But when I was watching it, I do remember that part like, annoying me. What are you me. doing? Are you just frozen? Like, did, are you in shock? Like, uh, Brendan, what'd you got? I I just have the the give me uh, some sugar baby scene as well, and it's not be, like it's a it's a fantastic line. Like, it's so funny, but like like you said too, it's so out of left field, and it's the only thing I find in this movie that just kind of seems out of place but it it could still work if it was developed a little bit better but it's just not developed enough to make it stick and i think that's like one of the only flaws that maybe i could i'll split hairs that i don't like about the movie 
And I remember yeah. when we watched, when you showed me this movie for, for the first time a couple of years ago and we watched it, that line and that scene has stuck with me. And I'm like, maybe, maybe I just didn't understand the movie at the time. Maybe that's why I didn't like that part. And now I've rewatched it. I'm like, no, I fucking hate that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe I just didn't understand it. It's funny, we actually have a, I got Brendan a coffee mug upstairs and it mm -hmm. says, give me some sugar, baby, on it. Oh, it's nice. Got ash on it. <laughs> I think I seen the picture of that. I yeah. think he posted it. Yeah. I remember seeing that. That's, yeah, that's an awesome. <laughs> and the funny part was, I didn't even know what that was from. Like, I oh. knew it was from one of the movies, but I didn't remember that scene at all. Which yeah. is, it just blew my mind. But, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what do you guys think of the killer? Well, oh, I don't know. I <laughs> I know. I feel like we've reviewed the past two movies already and talked about the deadites and how they're taunting and it, whatever. Like I've, ar yeah, I've already talked about this. <laughs> it's tough because yeah, it's it'd be like doing the fourth movie in a Jason franchise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how do you think about Jason? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. I like the deadites. Like it, they're all funny. In this movie, uh, see, here's where my dif here's where I differentiate the other movies. I find them so silly in this movie that they're not. They don't feel scary at all. Mm -hmm. Like it, I know that they're not meant to scare you. It's they come off as just fully comedic. Whereas yeah. in like the very the original Evil Dead, they're funny, but yet they're still creepy and scary. Yeah, I like feel a, like from one to three, it's like they get less and less scary. Yes, and the yeah. remake happens, and you're like, yes. <laughs> and I, here's a here's an unpopular opinion. I think the remake's the best of all of them. Oh, me too. Like it, and that's because <laughs> of the scare, the scare yeah. factor. I, I also just, don't have the nostalgic like i i only seen the originals in the past few years so that's i another. i'm i didn't grow up with them like brendan either yeah. i they were movies i didn't watch when i was young i watched them when i was already in my 20s mm -hmm. so it just doesn't it doesn't have the same effect yeah i think that's what it is anyway brendan now that we've uh... <laughs> now that we took a shit on your movies uh... <laughs> 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 I think it's totally fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I and I totally understand that too. Like, I, I feel like if I didn't grow up with this movie, I would not have the same appreciation for it. Um, but the killers, like the Deadites, will stay on on track here. Um, the Deadites are like you guys said; they're the most comical in this movie. Um, <clears throat> this is a like. They go full on skeleton in this movie, which is a first time being seen. Um, but I like I like Evil Ash, like as the I don't know. I guess we can call him Deadite Captain, but like Evil Ash is Ash gone bad. So I kind of like that play on that he's fighting himself in order to save this world. Um, and he's sometimes he's even a little bit out uh outskilled by him too somehow. Um, because they're the same buffoon essentially. But yeah, I love I love the Deadites. They just make me laugh. And I find that the first two couple introduces of the Deadites, like maybe the first three, hold 
more true to the last two until they hit that third act and they go full on mm-hmm. uh, skeletal deadite army. But they kind of they they drop that pretty quick. Like there's only one other like besides seeing like the guys in suits that are supposed to be skeletons. There's only one other. Well, in Sheila, there's only like one Evil Dead two esque in the whole army, and that's the other scout. And they they don't even make it to ba- battle, as far as I saw. Yeah, I like the Deadite at the very very end in the supermarket. <laughs> yeah, that one too. Yeah. That's very Evil Dead two esque, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that one's definitely the creepiest in the movie, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know where. scary rating out of ten, how would you rate this? For scary, I would <laughs> I'm gonna go really low because I don't I don't think there's any anything scary other than the eyeball on his arm. I would probably go like a one out of ten on scare factor. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like the only scary thing about this is maybe the concept of him being being stuck in the past. Like, but besides <laughs> yeah. that, like this movie is far less scary than the first one, and even the second one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so, a good I, comparison I made. I was thinking when I was watching it is it felt like like Monty Python. Yeah, and Holy Grail. Yeah, meets meets Evil Dead basically. Like it was kind of like a blend, that mm-hmm. slapstick comedy. So, but there's also a comedy movie about a guy that gets stuck in the medieval times. I can't remember what it was. It's I can't remember Black, what the movie was. Black Knight. Black yeah, Knight. that's that what I was thinking of. That was at the times. first one that came to mind. <laughs> yeah, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. Dude. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me neither. Since it came out. <laughs> Brendan, scary rating? <laughs> oh, uh, I put one too. Like this yeah. movie did freak me out as a kid in like certain scenes. Like, yeah, I can sure. see I, it yeah. as a child. The pit, the pit scared me as a kid, and so yeah. did the like the eyeball scene. But yeah, th- those were the only two things that affected me. I think as a child. Uh, rewatchability, and would you recommend it? I would definitely re- recommend it, and I think that it has i would probably give it like a 10 out of 10 on re- rewatchability as a matter of fact i'm probably going to rewatch it again <laughs> tomorrow but i'm going to watch the uh international cut to see what i missed because i don't okay. i have never seen that cut before so yeah me neither let me know how it is yeah yeah i've never i i always longer. just go with I don't like even know. Solid, it's like a solid fifteen minutes or something. Yeah, like it's quite wow. a bit of batted scenes. So, mm-hmm. oh, I'm probably yeah, yeah, ten out of ten probably for rewatchability for me. Okay, Brendan. We know Brendan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Check this movie out. I love it. Like even if like I understand it's not, it's not a horror movie by like any standard, but it's, it's like a, it's it's still a really fun movie to watch. Yeah. Um and I find like every time you watch it you'll see something new or you'll watch just watch the extras too. Like just don't try to try your best to ignore Bruce Campbell and watch mm-hmm. the extras and their reactions cuz they're just as golden as like Bruce Campbell's acting in this. Like I like I said about the skeleton coming up and hitting Ash with the balls. 
Yeah. I never noticed it until this watch and I was watching. I was like, yep, that, that happened. <laughs> um, so I think you'll pick out something new almost in every rewatch. Even if it's like a little line of dialogue that you never heard or something like that. Definitely. Um, for me, rewatchability, kind of like the last one that we reviewed, it would be a friend and threw it on kind of thing. It's They're not really movies for me per se. I'd rather watch something else. Um, not saying it's a bad movie. It's just not, I'm not the audience. Um, and would I recommend it? Sure. If you've seen the first couple and you kind of know what you're getting yourself into, then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely have to explain to people like if, they've just seen the first two like how drastically different this movie is yeah it's going more yeah. into like fantasy medieval times <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. comedy i said that actually to uh to my oldest daughter i said to her imagine if the new movie came out <laughs> <laughs> and it was this it looked like this <laughs> like people would fucking lose their shit oh yeah but so that that it does make sense it's hard to recommend Especially to a younger generation that's only seen the remakes. <laughs> because it's if you've only seen the new Evil Dead, then no, this probably isn't for you, yeah. in my opinion. Because yeah. it's nothing like the new one. Yeah. But if you just want to laugh your ass off and have a fun time, then yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oh, sorry, Brennan. Sorry, before we get into our ratings here, Bo, you watch this with the family? Yeah, everybody watched it for the first time. I I can even say I watched it for the first time, so I didn't remember a lot of it. Yeah, how did uh, the family enjoy it? Because you said your wife is a huge fan of, like, Evil Dead 1 and 2, right? Yeah, she, here's the thing. She was kind of in and out of it. That's why she didn't come on this podcast with me today, because she was going camping. I was wondering if she was going to show up. (laughs) Yes, she wanted to, but then the camping thing happened, and she's actually an organizer at the park. So she actually has to be there. Like she's on the committee or whatever. Okay. But she, uh, so she was kind of walking in and out because she was packing and everything. So it was mostly me and the kids and they both liked it a lot. They were laughing at multiple parts. And uh, like uh, my youngest daughter loves cheese. Like uh, her fit, like she has Sharknado statues in her bedroom and stuff like that. Like she likes <laughs> cheesy horror. So it was down her alley. She was laughing pretty much the whole time. So yeah, they liked it. And what what my wife seen of it, she liked it as well. She every time she came out and caught a one liner, she would laugh. Mm-hmm. So she'll have to sit down. Maybe I'll wait until she gets home and watch the the international cut with her. Um, so we'll get into our final movie rating scale as a whole. So people that have not listened before, we rate out of five with emojis. So one out of five will be the poop emoji, an eye roll emoji, an okay emoji, thumbs up emoji, and a 100 emoji. You can go with a high or low thumbs up if you're somewhere in between. Um, Bo, what would you rate this movie? Oh, I would. Shit, that's so hard. I would give it a a high thumbs up to a 100 because the only reason why it's not a 100 is because the Evil Dead thing. Like, I don't... I wish... I know it kind of is a standalone movie. Like, it's not even called Evil Dead. So it it is kind of stand by itself. 
So I would go a high thumbs up to to a one hundred. Okay, Brendan. Oh, this is getting a one hundred from me. Yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah, I think like spoilers, but like this franchise is very, very good, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah, and this is the one movie like I grew up with when my mom was working at the gym when I was a kid. This was one of the VHS tapes that was at the gym. So I don't even know if she knew I was watching this or not, but <laughs> I would watch that thing on fucking repeat when I was there all the time. I think I stole the VHS from there <laughs> oh, and nice. I'd, I'd watch it at home all the time. And like, I used to draw little Necronomicon books and shit. And Oh, I just, wow. Yeah. I love this movie ever since day one. So it's, and I know it's a lot of nostalgia factor and two on that, but I watch well, this movie at least once a year. So like when you I grow do. up with something, it does have a major effect. Yeah, like I like some movies that most people would think are just trash, <laughs> and it's because I watched it when I was so young. So it's like, just grows on you. Yeah. yeah, Sam, I'm very curious. What are you giving this? Okay, so the last, the first and the second movie, I gave high thumbs ups to. Um, this one, I'm gonna just give a solid thumbs up. I think I enjoyed the other two, um, more based off of maybe the way it was shot. And just maybe, I don't know. I liked like the sounds of the evil dead going through the trees and the point of view of the um, demon or whatever. Like, I just enjoyed that more, I think. Um, This is still a good movie. It's just, yeah, (laughs) I'll give it a solid thumbs up. (laughs) And also keep it in mind, like when I'm rating all these movies, I'm, putting into factor like the production and like how it's like artistically done and like the one-liners and all that if i were to rate all these movies as to whether or not like they're my cup of tea they'd probably all be an okay but yeah i I can appreciate the work that's put into them and like i did chuckle at times and stuff like that so this is a solid thumbs up for me it's hard when you're rating movies for that reason like even when i'm doing my yearly rankings some movies I know don't deserve to be as high as they are, like on production value, but I don't, I just rank it based on my own personal like, yeah. because I'm not going to, it's too hard, it's too hard to do like, this movie was filmed better, so it goes higher than this one. Like, I know, I have I a hard time with it too. A website and look. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch this again, but I know that it's well done. So, like, what the fuck do I rate it? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Plus, you don't want to piss Brendan off too bad. Oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew, I knew for a fact how this was gonna go. But I like, I like that. I like that we have uh, some conflicting views and we can yeah, debate about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like hitting movies that uh, eventually will hit one that we all totally disagree on and can actually argue and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. I, I enjoy like pleasantly debating and arguing <laughs> points. But yeah. Um, do we want to get into fun facts then? Oh yeah. Okay. Brennan might know all these, but <laughs> I probably won't know any. I didn't look anything up. So okay. I'll awesome. be new. I'll surprise someone then. <laughs> <laughs> uh so this is kind of a fact that was also in the other movie, but Bruce Campbell says that in order to make it appear that the chainsaw was always running, tobacco smoke was pumped through a tube that was slid up his right pant leg, up his shirt, and into the chainsaw. Which, 
kind of knew from the last movie but yeah that's neat, neat uh, in the original draft ash lost an eye the original draft didn't go into medieval times until the second half with the first half serving as a big budget recap of both evil dead one and two we would have also seen more about ash's personal life such as him in college and working at smart the Raimi's the Raimi's wrote the script this way because they didn't think Universal would fund a sequel to a low budget indie film and instead planned to make it as a standalone partial remake, but were excited when they greenlit a straightforward Evil Dead sequel and decided to scrap nearly anything involving the original Cabin in the Woods besides a brief prologue. Wow, huh. I did not know that. Could you fucking imagine another a semi-pseudo <laughs> fucking remake of this trilogy? Oh man, that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. I kind of would have liked to see more of Ash's personal life, though, like him in college and working at Smart. Those, those are the parts that I really enjoyed about this movie with him at Smart, <laughs> just yeah, as a regular guy. <laughs> but yeah, um, an issue of the magazine Fangoria can be seen in the car's trunk. This was director Sam Raimi's showing his gratitude for the publications, including the original, The Evil Dead, nineteen eighty one, when it initially premiered. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah. Bruce, that. Cam- Bruce Campbell was displeased with the studio's delayed release of the film and its re-editing of it. He stated he wasted a year of his life waiting for the film to get released into cinemas. Oh, I didn't know there was any delays or anything. Yeah, this movie has quite the... It's not like a crazy like uh, production story, but it's pretty good. Not as bad as Corpses. <laughs> No, not nearly as bad as House of Thousand Corpses, <laughs> but it's still it's still quite the story. Yeah. Um, all three Evil Dead films can be seamless seamlessly cut together um through some introduction though some introductory footage in the sequels is lost. I think Brendan's already talked about that. Yeah, there's yeah. like some kind of master cut. Yeah. Somebody did. Uh, during the scene where Ash is being pelted with rocks, fake rocks were used, but to get more realistic rea- get a more realistic reaction out of Bruce Campbell, and partially as a prank, director Sam Raimi pelted him with potatoes. This cut was used. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, this was released in Japan as Captain Supermarket. Just <laughs> <laughs> quite the nice. name. I didn't uh, know that. <laughs> Sam Raimi originally wanted to call the film The Medieval Dead, but Universal Pictures refused. The title Army of Darkness was created by Irvin Shapiro, the uncredited producer of The Evil Dead 1981 and executive producer of Evil Dead 2, who died two years before this film was made. Raimi then wanted to naturally give it the title Evil Dead 3 Army of Darkness, but the studio wanted the film to stand on its own from the rest of the series, so it was just titled Army of Darkness. The film was called Army of Darkness The Medieval Dead for its UK release. Huh. In the opening credits, too, it's called Bruce Campbell versus Evil Dead. Yeah, I noticed that. Embeth <laughs> yeah. uh, Davids, who played Sheila, had such a rough time shooting the fight scenes, filming at night and wearing heavy prosthetics, that she contemplated quitting acting. In a later interview, she acknowledged the hardships she had to endure, but said that over the years, she had come to enjoy all the positive comments she got from fans of the film. Hmm. That's nice. I like when characters, actors and actresses change their opinions. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis was big on that. Eh? She like hated horror for about fifteen years. 
Yeah. Wouldn't have anything to do with it. And then she came around to her senses. Realized she was wrong. <laughs> uh, much of the film was shot with multiple cameras simu- simultaneously rolling on both wide shots and close-ups rather than shooting a master first and later a close-up. Because of this, the boom mic that had to be kept back further from the subject than would usually produce acceptable audio. For this reason, Bruce Campbell often wore a wireless transmitter with the microphone pickup concealed in the chainsaw pull start hook on the strap that crossed his chest and the transmitter tucked down inside the shotgun holster on his back. Campbell had to be assured that the black foam ball covering the microphone pickup would not be visible on camera. That was a mouthful. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Uh, during, during filming of the climactic sword fight at Arthur's castle, Bruce Campbell suffered a small gash to his face when a decorative pin on his cape cut him during a stunt. He was immediately taken from the Pulse of Rosa Ranch location to see a plastic surgeon to assess the damage. At the examination, the doctor had to have the actual injury pointed out amid the myriad special effects scars and cuts Ash's character had accumulated during the story. Campbell was treated and returned to set shortly afterward to finish the scene. That was another mouthful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Two more here. The film was infamous for having four different versions, U.S. theatrical, European directors, and U.S. TV. Each included deleted extended scenes, as well as scenes that were re-edited in a different order, depending on what version the viewer watched. The one that had the most restored scenes was the 90-minute U.S. TV version. All these versions had been compiled in a box set that was released in both the U.S. and Germany. And finally, S-Mart is a chain of grocery stores in Mexico. (laughs) short and sweet oh Oh, really yeah i did not know they were real those are the fun facts that i got so we can move into our last game which we're gonna play trivia Ooh, i like trivia yay i love trivia it's my trivial pursuit i we just pick these ones random usually i um check to see if they're doable or not but i just we do we just grab them so let's let's see let's see what this game has uh what is the name of the pub that protagonist david kessler visits at the start of an american werewolf in london 1981 jesus um the pub oh good gracious oh I oh can you remember that Brendan? Yep, I got it. Okay, I didn't, I didn't want to buzz in yet. Yeah, you tell me. It's uh the slaughtered lamb. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I knew it started with an S. Damn it. In the hills have eyes. Two thousand and six. What Californian city is the Carter family traveling to? Ooh. Oh, that's another movie I need to rewatch. I haven't seen that in years. Oh, it's so good. It is good, eh? It's one of the best remakes, I think, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know what city they're going to. I'm gonna be honest. Do you know Brendan? San Francisco? Oh, you're close. San what's the other San? Santa Carla? Santa (laughs) Jose? San Diego. San Diego. Uh... (laughs) Damn, I was so confident too. 
Uh, in the House of the Devil 2009, what Academy Award nominated director played Megan, the best friend of protagonist Samantha Hughes? We have yet to watch this movie, so yeah. I seen that once when it came out. I who an Academy Award winning director plays in the movie? Huh. She's a female director as well, I believe. Female, you said. yeah. I, I, I'll, I give you, I'll give you a hint. Her film Lady Bird earns her two Academy Award nominations. Oh, Lady Bird. That's recent. Another one I didn't watch, but I heard it was really good. 2017. Um, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I have no clue. Yeah, Greta, Greta Gerwig. Oh, okay. I've never heard that name before. Me neither. I haven't either. It's news to me. <laughs> um, in the Amityville Horror 1979, what character invites a priest to bless the house? George Lutz, Kathy Lutz, or Father Delaney? I haven't seen the original in a very long time, but I would, I would go with the wife. Kathy? I, I don't know, Brandon. Yeah, do you have? Do you know the answer? I think it is also Kathy. Yeah, you guys are right. I haven't even seen the original. I don't. It's usually, think. the woman that has all the senses, right? The good senses. Yeah. <laughs> George George Lutz in that one's a little uh, sterner, I guess. Yes. Yeah, it's the best way I can put it. Uh, what weapon does Maddie obtain from the villainous man in Hush 2016? Good movie. Very good movie. That was good. That's the one where she's deaf, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oof, I don't know this either. Brennan? I don't I can't remember. I believe it's a crossbow. Yes. Oh, crossbow. I didn't remember that actually. We've only seen it. Could it, have once, went, it could have went both ways because he does also have a knife that she does obtain too, but like the standout weapon he uses is a crossbow. Mm-hmm. That's right. As part of a hazing ritual in Raw 2016, protagonist Justine is forced to eat the raw kidney of what animal? Um Oh, I just recently watched this movie. This movie was done by the same girl that did uh, Titan. Yep. Um, this one was even more disturbing than Titan, I think. Uh, oh, I literally remember the part. Like it, it's like a college ritual, and they're making them all eat. Yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> yeah. Can't remember what animal it is though. Like, I could guess. Take a uh, guess. Yeah. Like. Uh, I'll go with lamb. Okay, Brendan. It's a rabbit. Yeah, it's a rabbit. Oh, rabbit! <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right, I got one more card here. Do we want to save it for the after hours show? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Sure. All right. Sure. So we're gonna record our after hours show after this, guys. So yeah. <laughs> go, go sign up for the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> um, Join so... the cool kids. <laughs> so next week we are doing. 
Evil Dead 2013. Woo! Which I'm so excited for. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't mind going through these first three movies, but I have to say I'm I'm ready to move on. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew you would be. Yeah. I'm uh burning out a little bit with uh Ash Williams. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I love 2013, so I'm really excited to talk about it. We're going to have Michael from We Love Horror Podcast come on and talk about it with us. And then, yeah, then the following week is the fucking Evil Dead Rise. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Are you you guys going to the theater to see that? Yeah, we're going to try and go opening night and get our episode out from Are you going here in Woodstock or are you going to London? We're going... I think we're in Kitchener. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to be going with our friends Matt and Jess, but... If for whatever reason that doesn't happen, then we'll probably just go in town, I would think. Yeah. yeah. I want to try to see it twice if we can, if we're able to or not. Go again on the Saturday in town? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to go yeah, see I, it? I probably will. I know like my wife's dying to see it. It's her yeah. most anticipated movie in years. So well, if... I'll I'll probably get everybody together, my kids. I. Here's the thing. It's, it's going to be rated R, right? I'm guessing it might not be in Canada. Uh, no? We'll have to see. All right, because I don't, I don't want to bring my daughters into it and everybody look at me like I'm a psychopathic weirdo. <laughs> 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 but, but I don't care what people think. Fuck them. I'll bring them in anyway. Yeah, do it. It's a, it's, it's, it's potentially an experience, right? Because it's been what ten years since the last one, so you, yeah. you're only going to get so many of these movies. Yeah. And they're gut wrenching as well. So on the big screen, they're just brutal. But yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. So yeah, we'll probably end up going too. Are you gonna go opening night or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the actual opening day? I think it's not next Friday. The Friday after. Friday after. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll okay. book it in my schedule. <laughs> I'm so busy. <laughs> <laughs> All these movies. Um. Yeah. So, do you want to plug your account one last time, Bo? Oh, sure. It's Critic After Dark. They, uh, Brendan and Sam always post it on there. Yeah. When they're posting their podcast, so. Yeah, we'll take you. Yeah, I just like ranking movies and having fun. I love talking about them, too, so if anybody ever wants to have conversations or debate my rankings and tell me I'm a fucking idiot, (laughs) I love those conversations. (laughs) I'm open to it, so I'll never get heated. It'll always be fun. (laughs) <laughs> uh brendan you want to plug our account <clears throat> absolutely we are our life in horror uh you can find us on instagram twitter tiktok and now also on patreon where we do bi-weekly episodes and we do polls um we also do the after hours uh our life in horror so you guys can find us on there as well and don't be afraid to shoot us an email with any critiques um critiques any movie recommendations if you guys want to come on the podcast just let us know we're very open to it and we're about to be free freed up again because we were just booked solid for like two months so we're about to be freed up again so we'll have more space open to do more fun and wild and crazy things um and please give us uh, a like and a share on any social media we'd really appreciate it to try to get our names further out there and reach as many fun people as we can awesome Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening.